Good morning and welcome to episode two of What's Going On, your monthly market update with Discovery. Today I'm joined by rates and income expert Malcolm Charles from 91. Malcolm, thanks for joining us. Hi, Yashem. Good to be here. So, Malcolm, I think the entire world was watching when the U.S. Federal Reserve increased rates by 75 basis points, the highest increase since 94, where we, as South Africa, became a democratic country. And the reason I mentioned that, today I'd like to focus on South Africa. It's very easy to get consumed by global news, Elon Musk's latest tweet, the price of Bitcoin, but let's bring it back and focus on our local shores. So, the first question I have for you is, Thinking about that interest rate hike, what has the direct impact been of that announcement on South Africa? That's a great question because that's probably the biggest driver of markets at the moment, whether it's the bond market, whether it's uh, the equity market, currency markets. The, the fear factor, the concern about the inflation and the fact that uh, the Fed is potentially behind the curve and, 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 and they had to knee-jerk to 50 at the previous meeting, 75 at this meeting. The chances of recession is, is, is now high, highly uh, likely uh, later this year, or early next year. So, you know, being an emerging market, etc., we become a price taker. You saw it in our currency. We sold off our bond market, sold off, and our equity market really at a torrid time. So it's probably the biggest risk that all our markets are facing at the moment. What would you say have been the other impacts? For example, you mentioned the bond market. Are we going to be seeing further interest rate hikes from the South African Reserve Bank? South Africa, luckily, is slightly ahead of the curve. So I, I think when you sort of, if you had to grade all the central bankers out there, I think the South African Reserve Bank is, is, comes out uh, near the top. Uh, we saw, you know, remember, we, you know, we started moving our interest rates November last year. And that was at a time when inflation in South Africa was around 4.5%. So very much under control within the target band, but we, we moved preemptively. And what you saw at the Fed and you saw at the ECB, they were all saying, yeah, inflation is transitory. It's not, not really something we have to worry about. And unfortunately, it's become a major, major problem for them now. Uh, they, they're playing catch-up. So our Reserve Bank has hiked every meeting since November last year. They hiked by a further 50 at the last meeting, likely to do another 50 in July. But they've actually got the luxury that they can say we are now data dependent. Uh, very recently, you know, Lesetjek Khanyago uh, came out to say, you know, they, their policy will, will be set by the data over the next two months. Um, so it really is a, a very good position because we have not got the inflation problem that the Western world and the developed world has got. You know, we, we sit in around percent. Uh, yes, it's going to tick up uh, to around seven in the, in, in the next couple of couple of months, but it's not nearly the problem. I mean, the United States, eight, you know, over eight percent. It's the first time in 20 years that South African inflation is below the global average. So on that regard, I think a much, a much more controlled uh, response from our reserve bank compared to what we are seeing from the Fed and other central bankers. What I'm sort of picking up on is this positive sentiment towards South Africa. And generally, there's this negative sentiment around growth and South Africa in terms of the political front. Is that actually true? Is that just the perception? And how do we actually stack up against other emerging markets? No, that, that, a good question, because if, if you, you know, believe everything that you read in every newspaper or turn on the telly, uh, you'll, you'll want to you know, take all your money out of every market in South Africa and send it offshore. 
which actually would not have been a very good uh, move over the last uh, year or two. Um, so South Africa, as I, as I mentioned, in, in a very good inflation space, we're not riskless. So we will be volatile, and, and there will be weeks where you, know, you just see red across the screens. But in general, you know, when, when you look at South Africa as an as investment destination, the RAND has been very well behaved over the last 18 months, thanks to the terms of trade. You know, our exp exports, uh, the goods we export have done very, very well. So that's protected the currency, and that's why you've seen such a stable RAND over the last eight, 18 months, which is not something you can say for many other emerging markets. Uh, as I said, our inflation is, 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 is around six at the moment. You know, if you look around the world and say, okay, where else can I put my money uh, if I want to invest in emerging markets? Hungary, Poland, Czech, you know, anywhere between 10 and 16% inflation uh, greets you in, in those markets. And those were the darlings. Those were the markets in the European Union where people felt safe and secure uh, to go to. Uh, Brazil, 12% inflation. And then you, know, you just look at some of the other ones you know, that have been the, the sort of darlings over the last four to five years. Uh, Russia, you know, if you'd invested them before they invaded Ukraine, well, guess what? You've lost everything. Everything. Uh, you know, your valuation has gone down to zero. So, you know, really, you know, when you when you think of our challenges, it's nothing compared to that. And then the other darling uh, of like six, seven years ago was Turkey, and South Africa and Turkey were always considered very similar sort of markets. And unfortunately, you've got a president there that is trying to rewrite the the, the economic books, and has decimated his his currency. Uh, he has been cutting rates when everyone else has, has hiked rates. His inflation rate in that in Turkey is now over 70%. And you know, in 2016, when they were still doing conventional monetary policy, uh, you needed five rand to buy one lira. Well, today you can buy that same lira with 91 cents. And to put it into perspective, just to, you know, if we had behaved the same way that they had, Yep. Yeah, our currency has, has weakened one rand over since 2016. It's gone from 1490 to 1590. If if we had performed in line with the Turkish lira, we would be 85 rand to the US dollar today. So so that's the scale of of, of you know, sort of misbehavior and and what can go wrong if you if you behave badly. So in a nutshell, South Africa it's noisy. Our politics is noisy. Our econ you know, economy is not growing as fast as we would like. However, we're going in the right direction. And uh, you know, we are seeing positive momentum in politics. Our economy has, has, has been a lot more robust than we thought it was. It is not to the level we want to be yet, but we're in the right direction and we are slowly making headway. So you know, it is looking better than, than most people think. And you should get pretty decent returns in the long term out, out of a South African investment. Brilliant, thanks so much, Malcolm. I think in summary, perception does not equal reality and I'm getting the strong sense that things are looking good for South Africa. It's been great to have you on what's going on. As always, uh, to our investors and advisors, please refer your questions to retirement funds at discovery.co.za. Thank you very much for joining us. We look forward to hosting you next time.